What up, fam? Welcome to episode 41 of the Snapback Sports Pod. Recording a day late, uh, recording Monday night. Abe was a little tired after watching the Ravens rummage through the Patriots, but we will get to that. NFL Week 9, we're going to start doing our NBA Power Rankings on the early week episode and much, much more. So let's get it. What up, fam? I'm your host, Jack Settlement from Snapback Sports on Snapchat. Joining me today is Abe Granoff. Abe, what's going on? Yo, yo, I, I resent that intro a little bit. I was tired because I had spent my entire day on Sunday trying to deliver and encompass my first ever snapback experience of posting to the snapback gram. How do you, how do you think I did? You did well. Um, you gave me two little bloopers that I want to share. Number one, you posted a poll to your personal Instagram. Yeah, uh, let me let me explain this. Okay. So, so snapback fam, uh, as you saw, I was at the Eagles Bears on Sunday. Ugly win, but nonetheless, a win's a win for the Eagles. And uh, so halftime, right? I'm sitting in the suite level. Had a hooked up, all this good food, any type of. Food You're not you going to shout out our boy John Gruden. Yeah, John Gruden took me to the game. Appreciate him, one of my best friends. But anyway, um, so halftime comes, and I need a little halftime snack. The Eagles are up like what, 19, 12, or twelve nothing at that point. Um, so I'm trying to decide what I want. Do I want dessert? Do I want like food? Food? And I'm standing in between the sushi and the <laughs> waffle station. Two totally different opposite sides of the spectrum, right? And I inevitably went with the waffles and ice cream, but I wanted to put a poll on Snapback. What food should I get for my halftime snack? Should I get the sushi or should I get the waffles with ice cream? Uh, and then we're about two minutes into the, the second half before I realized, I was like, where is the post? Like, I want to know what people voted for. And it was on my personal account. <laughs> what, what were the people, what were your friends voting for? Uh, waffles and ice cream it was an overwhelming lead. And I didn't base my decision off that. I just went with my gut. And I ended up with the waffles ice cream. Great okay. choice. Great nice. choice. Um, so that was a funny little mis- mishap. And then number two is, look, you're not as experienced. Your phone died at the end of a game that actually became a close game. Uh, I normally go with the battery pack. I have two phones, so that's always great for a little extra charge. And then I'm always, I mean, what are you doing? What what iPhone do you even have that your battery died? I mean, you were up at, what, 930 and it was only 3 o'clock? Bro, oh, I. I don't know what iPhone right. I have. I'm not, but anyway, no, I actually I charged, my, I charged my phone a little bit in the box, and I took a picture of the final scoreboard. Okay. There's a couple videos posted on the last drive. But, hey, I'm going to get better each time. Way more snapback experience coming. Why don't you tell us about uh, your experiences this weekend? A little snapback experience, as you saw on at – well, it's at real underscore sports, but snapback sports on Snapchat – uh, this is what the people are here for, let's be honest. No offense to the Eagles or Mitch Trubisky bashing or our power rankings later. The people are here to hear about the Baltimore Ravens. All right, I'm going to go on mute now. I'm going to go I'm gonna go run a few errands, and when I come back, I'm sure you'll still be talking, so just have some fun. I'll, so talk, to, the, I'll talk to you later, Jack. So, so the irony is that last night, um, you know, I was drinking, I was tailgating, I was all amped up. <laughs> we dominate the Patriots. I come home. 
like whatever you're going to bed i'm like i'm just gonna record a bonus episode and then i listened to it this morning after i had taunted fans i don't know if you saw my snap story i was trolling and and the podcast was just like you know like there, a lot of respect to all these different people i didn't even like screw respect this is football. i didn't this is our biggest win in the longest time i need to i mean come on we're the best team in the nfl the Ravens are the best team in the NFL. The Patriots were s- talked about as by far the best team in the NFL. And what happened? They got absolutely demolished. 37-20 to 20 is not even c- remotely yeah, close. Yeah, you guys should have won by 30, honestly. Should have like been a 30-point win. So, And I've been saying it. The Patriots haven't played anything. Brady, and let me be clear about this. This is not disrespectful to Tom Brady, but he is washed up. Washed up means he's no longer what he used to be. And that is the great. He's still the greatest of all time, but he's currently a mid-tier quarterback in the NFL. Expert game manager, without a doubt. Great coaching. If we go to Foxborough in January, yes, we know it will be a different situation. But he just can't make those plays that he used to. He can still make some. Um, so we kind of ran through them. Finally, we're on prime time, so everyone can experience Lamar Jackson for what he is. And the biggest thing that comes on the hands of me saying we're the best team in the league is that. Our defense is back. We have the number... Like, people forget because of how bad we were the first four weeks that last season we had the number one defense and we were returning most of those players. We got Jimmy Smith back from injury. We got our starting linebacker, Peanut, back. We got Marcus Peters before the trade deadline. Like, we have the defense. We have the offense. We have... Justin Tucker missed an extra point, but I was happy about it because he got that out of his system. We're probably the best team in the NFL. Thoughts, questions, concerns? Oh, I'm allowed to go now? Yeah. All right. Thanks, Jack. Thanks for that. Um, we had 10 minutes of it last Oh, uh, no. I'm not episode. finished. Uh, <laughs> they, I mean, we're, we have to, after you give me your thoughts. So a couple of my We're going to MVP. A couple, <laughs> a couple of my takeaways from this game, right? This was a little weird. There were some very unchar- uncharacteristic Tom Brady things. Like, have you ever seen? The, of course, you've seen the movie Longest Yard. Mm-hmm. I don't know if our, our audience <laughs> is a little too young for the Longest Yard. Do you think they are? Nah, they've probably seen it. It's a that. classic movie. If you haven't seen it, go see it. But anyway, kind of looked like Brady was a little uh, Paul Crew point shaving a little bit. Like, <laughs> that, that deep throw, first off, Brady throwing it deep in general nowadays is uncharacteristic. Second off, that pick. Well, he was nowhere near the receiver. It made me just think that, what is he doing? He's throwing this game. Which <laughs> brings me back to my original take, if we want to go back to the episode last week, what I said about this game. Right? It's checkers versus chess. Brady, I mean, Belichick is not going to show his full hand because he knows that he could see you guys and most likely will come playoff time, right? Whoa, I like that. I think it's it's no secret that you guys are in a good position to make the playoffs. And um, I think it's no secret that the Pats are inevitably going to be the one seed and it's all going to go through Foxborough. That being said, ready for this? Yeah. Beating the New England Patriots last night was the worst thing the Baltimore Ravens could have done for their season. No, 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 no. Keep it shut. Because... The Baltimore Ravens went all out for this game, right? They were here to prove a point. Rarely is Lamar Jackson showcased on primetime. I feel like that's the first like primetime game I've even seen at M&T Bank, honestly. They, like it's very odd, actually. And I, I don't feel like you're why. always on the road if you're on primetime. We are. No, it's a thing. And Harbaugh's 14-1 on primetime at home. 
but they don't put us on primetime. That was like our first home Sunday night football game in like right. 10 years. Anyway, ago. anyway, back to my point. Um, yeah, beating the Patriots was probably the worst thing you could have done. Now, why, you ask that? Because you guys went all out for this game. It was very important to come out and make a statement. And I, I don't blame you guys. Like, that's what you want to do when you have this young quarterback. You have this great coach. That's what you need to do to establish yourself in the league. Whereas the Patriots don't need to do that because, well, they're the New England Patriots. So, like I said before, checkers versus chess. And the reason I say it's the worst thing you could possibly do is because if you guys do inevitably beat New England, I mean, meet with New England in the playoffs, I mean, the chances you beat them twice in one year, come on. like. Yeah, so the last time we played them twice in one year, we beat them both times. Right. Uh, it was in Foxborough in the AFC Championship, and then we won a Super Bowl. So Yeah, so a second-year quarterback is going to... Oh, well, a second-year quarterback had never beaten Tom Brady and Bill Belichick before. That's oh, so, he's gonna, so he's going to do it so, twice? Well, so this is what you're saying. You're saying the worst thing we could have done is lost, right? But you're also no, the saying... the worst thing we could have done is won. Sorry. The worst thing we could have done is won, right? Because Belichick wasn't showing his hand. Well, tell me this. What if we had lost and Belichick wasn't showing his hand? How bad of a re- result would that have been? For you or me? For <laughs> for the Ravens. You're saying the worst thing we could have done is won. No, if that's your theory. And I, that is all I heard after the game. We'll see you in January. We'll see you in January. Wait till the playoffs. It's going to be a different story. The Ravens are not afraid of this team. There's been film... Bill Belichick was not throwing the game. He might not have shown everything. That's totally fine. But what the Ravens did on Sunday, it's 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 not a secret offense. No, I totally agree. The book it's, is definitely out on how to beat the Patriots. You got to be able to run the ball. You got to be able to run the and, ball. And and what do we do? Oh, we had two drives you, in the second half. So that's my point. It was just we're going to be bigger, faster, better, stronger than we're going to beat you up. Lamar's such a gamer, man. I mean, Brady comes down, 11 plays, 75-yard drive to cut the lead to four. And like we discussed, a game that should have been two touchdowns. Next drive, eight and a half minutes, 14-play, touchdown drive. Seals it again with another 14-play drive. The I will never understand the hate on Lamar. That I cannot figure out why people don't like him. You know I what? still don't get it. I, see, I never He's really, the most no, humble. Listen, I, never, I totally agree. I totally agree with that. I never understood the hate on him either. But, like, obviously last night he's in the spotlight because he's on national television. Like, a lot of yeah. times when I'm watching Lamar Jackson, I'm box score watching right. because my team's playing at the same time or they're at a 1 o'clock, whatever. But under the lights, Sunday night football, I'm telling you, man, there, there are parts of his games that, you, that really, really needs improvement for him to take it to the absolute next level. He is this transcendent Shh. generational talent because of what he can create by himself. But in terms of a pure passer, Jack, this isn't me hating at all. His arm angles, the way he throws the ball, it's like he tries to get very cute with it. You saw it a few times last night. He missed Mark Andrews on a very important third down. He threw it right at his uh, offensive lineman's helmet. But he's trying to fit these passes into small places. He needs to – I mean, I'm not a QB whisperer by any means. Don't get me wrong. (laughs) I've never played a down of football in my life. You're no Adam Gase. Yeah, no. (laughs) Uh, um, I've never played a down of football competitively in my life. But it's very like what people were critiquing with Tim Tebow. Like the way he throws the ball and his arm angles, it's going to bite him in the butt down the road. But the what, the what he can create on his with his feet, with the read option, the college-style college style offense, I mean, he, he's essentially a bigger, stronger Michael Vick. And I think that's <laughs> the top praise that you can give. Um, I mean, look – 
Here's the only way. I think that's fair. I think I was very fair just now. I I think as much as you're fair, but like when Deshaun Watson makes a play like that, or Mahomes changes his arm angle, they get they please, get every. Please, please do not leave Patrick Mahomes out of this. No, but you get what I'm saying. Everyone praises him because he played shortstop and he knows baseball and he can change his arm. Like Lamar was 17 for 23, 74% last night against the number one pass defense and didn't turn the ball over. It's just. In a night of just unbelievable dominance by him, people will find a way to pick on him, which is fine. I it's get sports. it. That, that's sports. It's sports. It is. But I just, until he's now 12-3 and three as a starter in the regular season. Like, imagine if he had played from week one to week 15 and he was 12-3. and three. People would be going even crazier. It was just split up and the playoff game left a sour taste in everyone's mouth. And that's the difference between last year and this, is that I knew we would be really good with Lamar and we could control clock and break teams down in the playoffs with a good defense. But when we fell behind, it was trouble because he couldn't throw. I don't feel that way anymore. He is not he's not a top five passer talent, not top ten, but he's he's a he's a good passer. And I mean, I don't know. I think I think uh we'll see. Well that de- do you are you refuting the claim that we're the best team in the league? Yes, very much so. And but who's your team? Because it can't be New England anymore, in my opinion. Why? I'm not saying I'm not saying they can't beat us if we go to Foxborough in January. But why can't it, it be New England? Because we just beat them by 17 points, and it was how, a how demolition. The, how much did the Cleveland Browns beat you guys by? Just, by just 16. Of, okay, but okay, just but the difference, we were super super injured that game, missing all our key pieces. Still, we should have probably. You guys won. were injured, but the Browns were actually deceased. So, like, yeah. how are you going to do well, that? they are still deceased. I, but hate, I hate the Cleveland Browns. Don't even get me started. We'll get to them. Let's first, just real quick while we're on the topic, the MVP of the league right now, I couldn't figure it out. Because, I mean, Russ and the Seahawks, like, they really should have, like, two or three wins. But Russ is insane. And they keep winning, squeaking out this game. He goes five touchdowns, OT win, come from behind. He's got 22 touchdowns and a pick. The only blemish that says he's not the MVP is the guy in second place went into his house and beat him down. So that's why I think, and we're only halfway there. A lot's going to change. The, the, this MVP, it feels like more so than any other year, is a week, just like the NFL is as a, yeah. week, as a whole. It's a week by week thing. One week it's uh, Russell Yeah, like Russell. look at Rodgers. The next week, Aaron Rodgers. I mean, he didn't drop out. No, no, but like he, he dropped significantly. One. He could come back. Next week and throw for 403 touchdowns. No, we would blink an eye and he'd be at top of the MVP race. But I definitely think the distinction is between the award right now is between three people, but anyone can jump in on any time. But right well, now, right now, to me, um, it's Russ's one for me personally. Um, I guess after this week, you have to put Lamar too. You have to put Lamar too. And I mean, Rodgers is three, but like we said, it's a week by week thing, and Mahomes could be back next week. Be Patrick Mahomes, just like we all remember. Do you think he's out because of these two games yeah, he's missing? I, I think, uh, and the two games prior, he didn't throw a touchdown. It's just going to be a lot of ground to make up. But um, if anyone can do it. Yeah, if anyone could do it, he could win seven in a row. They could be the one seed, and he could throw 28 touchdowns. Right. Uh, another guy who's definitely in the conversation, Don't and until it. he doesn't perform, Don't it's it. No, he's. I'm not saying he has any chance of winning it, but McCaffrey scored three oh, touchdowns. Thank God, thank God. Oh, who's? I thought you were going to say my Applebee's waiter. Kirk who Cousins? Cousins? Kirk no, Cousins. Cousins couldn't beat Matt Moore. There we go. With a lead. 
There we go. No, no, no. Kirk Cousins will never be in the MVP conversation, whether or not he's McCaffrey won't be it just because he's a running back. Right. Sorry. But, but it is running. crazy to think that he keeps hanging around because he's he's scoring multiple touchdowns week over week. I think he's, like, potentially going to put up the most fantasy points of all time. Like, I know LT had 27 touchdowns, but his yards plus the touchdowns are just insane. Yeah, I mean, he's right there. I mean, he's having an unbelievable season, but... Sorry, you signed up to be running back. You know what comes with that. <laughs> no Not MVPs getting, for no, him. No MVPs, no massive contracts. He was what what pick did he get taken early first, right? I think it was like fourth or something. Yeah, something crazy. But uh I mean right. we've already established how we feel about running backs on this pod. Let's be because uh, we went obviously long on that, but that's what the people wanted to hear. Um but let's move along week nine. Obviously it started with the deceased Browns. I really, really, really thought they were going to be fine. I know Freddie Kitchens isn't a good coach. I know Baker was struggling. They're just too talented. And their schedule over the second half of the season was so easy. And then, like, you just you lose to a quarterback who's never thrown a pass in the NFL before. The Browns are dead. The Browns, absolutely. And this has nothing to do with— How about that call by me? Week two. This has nothing to do with the fact that I lost money on them. It actually has everything to do with the fact that I lost money on them. The Browns absolutely stink, <laughs> and I hate them so damn much. Oh, you oh were rooting for them at one point. You like wanted them to turn it around. I was rooting for them all season. I was always a fan of Baker. I loved his winning mentality. Um, Odell got out of New York, and now I could finally love him because I was such a closet Odell Beckham fan when he was on the Giants, but I had to hide it in solidarity because I was an Eagles fan. But now that he was in Cleveland, everything's out. I've always been a big friend of Jarvis, and they just stink. They absolutely stink. <laughs> it's it just, just, it someone... just goes to show actually how hard it is to win a game in the NFL because that locker room is probably top 10 talent-wise in the NFL Top five, honestly. You think? I mean, it just depends how you see Baker. Baker, like, he turns the ball over a lot, but he's super talented. But he's this year, it's just a mess. Yeah, these accuracy issues, it's unbelievable. And then this, the player, I don't know a position, linebacker, safety, death-threatening people on social media, they oh, are... Yeah, we're going to stay away from that. You show. know what's so crazy, though? You know what's crazy, though? For how dead they are... And for how big the personalities don't, are with Baker. Don't and, say, what? don't predict them. They're going to make a run. No, no, no. No, absolutely not. They're officially dead. They're definitely, they're like, buried. They've been chilling there. Skin's gone. But like down for, to the skeleton. Like, for how bad it's been. And I know like OBJ was freaking out a little on the sideline. Like it almost feels like they, they haven't fully exploded, which is shocking. Because, like, Bro, Odell, the Odell Giants Beckham were, like... Jr., the most transcendent receiver we've seen in, in years, has been targeted, like, four or five times in the red zone this season. Freddie Kitchens is an absolute abomination. But that's he, my no, no, point. I'm not done. I'm not done. That's my he point. He literally applied for this job on Indeed.com, <laughs> just like a kid out of college like you and I would do. And... Oh my God, he is abysmal. But do you agree with what I'm saying? Like, doesn't it feel like tame? I don't even like know what you tame? said. I'm so angry. Do you? Don't you feel like it's tame? Like, don't you feel like OBJ would be yelling about like so much more in press conferences and Baker like crying? I don't know. Baker was crying all last week. Well, I know he's. Ugh. I'm sorry, Browns fans. I'm still a Baker Mayfield fan. Honestly, I've always been. Ew. I, hey, think, think about it this way. I have a question for you. Yeah. If this roster stays the way it is. Yeah. From this year to next, which I think there's no big impending free agents. Okay. Um, they've got OBJ Landry locked up. And they replace Freddie Kitchens with a legitimate, competent quarterback. I'm trying to think of a name off the top of my head. Teddy B. 
No. Oh, head coach. Head coach. Relax. Baker's. I no. I think you said. I think you said quarterback. Or right, I was regardless. thinking. All right. I meant head coach. Yeah. All right. Say they get a Give guy him. like uh, the other Harbaugh comes over from Michigan. He's had success in the NFL. You said competent, sir. Okay. Sir, right. this is a Wendy's. <laughs> <laughs> uh, whatever. You know my point. You get a, the, a good coach. coach. You think they can turn it around? Uh, you think Freddie Kitchens is the only problem? I don't know. I'm going to put it on Baker. I, I'm going to put it a lot on Baker because last year it was he's a rookie and he's putting up a lot of big numbers. They let the rookie quarterback pick the head coach. They said, our <laughs> they rookie like quarterback he is likes friends him. with this guy. Give him the job. If that's not the most Cleveland Brown thing you've ever seen, you know what? I need a tattoo on my inner bicep that says the Browns will be the Browns. The Browns will always find a way to brown it up. Someone tweeted, uh, we should all be arrested for thinking the Browns are going to be good because they got Odell Beckham. They're worse than they were last year. They're actually worse. Statistically, they are very worse than they were last year. Can we stop talking about this team? Uh. Charlie, that was good. Charlie, our producer, big Browns <laughs> fan, figure it the hell out, my guy. That's it. We're all moving on from this absolute just, abomination. I'm throwing it out there. I called the Browns dev week two. People said it was early. Jack, ne- oh, I'm shaking your hand right now. Shaking your hand. Next game is the, we're two. We're on fire right now. Maybe just Monday nights just bring better the, energy. Get the Browns out of here. All right. I'm giving you this one will be quick. Aaron Rodgers <laughs> uh, pathetic performance on Sunday. Chargers win. They've won two in a row. They're getting healthy. They get Derwin back soon. Okung's healthy. Er and Melvin Gordon scores two touchdowns. He's looking better. Chargers seem to do this every year. You cut them out. You said they stink. I was like, I don't think they're that good, but they seem to be doing Chargerish things again. Back in on the bolts or still 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 out. And you can't say, oh, well, wait, you're picking one right now. Define back back in. Can, like, playoff run. Like, can get to the playoffs. Let me bring up their schedule as we speak. There is a lot of teams um, in between them. Like, the AFC, first off, is an atrocity. Let's just get that out of the way. Oh, no. We need to acknowledge this. It's not. Oh, no, it is. Oh, no, it is. No, because people are saying the Patriots are the best team in the league, right? Right. The Ravens just beat them, so they they have to at least be considered highly upon in the league, right? Continue. Deshaun Watson and the Texans are playing very good football defensively, and that O line's coming together. Yeah, Bill O'Brien or Bill O'Brien, Matt. Okay. Andy Reid and the Chiefs. Uh, okay, well I'll, I'll I'll include them for okay. sure. Okay, so that's four teams, right? right? So those are your four division winners. The Colts with Brissett. And that defense has looked very competent. And a really good coach, your boy, Frank, right? Oh, Frank, come back, please. We need you. <laughs> so that's five. So everyone's going to say the AFC's not good. And then the sixth seed is now going to be between the Bills, who are 6-2. and two. They're garbage, obviously. And then the Chargers and the Raiders. So, like, yes, it's the – and the Steelers are going to hang around. I've been telling you that. But it's the low teams. Just people are obsessed with the thought of the Dolphins and the Jets, and they think the whole – No, that's not even stinks. that. It's the fact that right now, after the Colts, the competing team for the number six seed are the four and four Steelers with Mason Rudolph. No, the Bills. The Bills are the five seed right oh, now. Oh, okay. But the Bills are also no, but the, the, the Bills are six is Colts. The six is Colts. Right, and then you have the Steelers, the Raiders, the Jags, the Titans, the Chargers, who all stink. They do not. At, okay. Oh my God, they are not that bad. They're the same as the Panthers. Okay, listen. You're not. You're not hearing me, Jack. Listen with your ears. Listen. I'm saying in comparison to the NFC, which mm-hmm. has 
Uno, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco, seis, siete, ocho, nueve, nine for our uh, non-Spanish-speaking listeners, which we are overseas. <laughs> we have established. I think we're we are up to 8% in South America. Um, <laughs> but we have nine – I'm not going to count the Panthers in that. Eight contending teams that can – Eight contending Bowl. teams. This is bullshit. The Cowboys stink. The Eagles let it – like, we'll let it ride out, but you guys have not been impressive this year. Thank you. Okay, Vikings, <laughs> Packers have been good. Saints have been good. That's three. Niners have been good. Rams, Seahawks have been good. Vikings. Okay, that's six teams. That's the same as the AFC. No, I just think- no, no. Niners, Saints, Packers, Cowboys, Seahawks, Cow- Vikings. Stop. Take the Cowboys out of your no, mouth. No, I'm not because they're going to be 5-3 and three after tonight possibly. Okay, and the Colts are 5-3. and three. And get out of here, Jack. Stop. You can't sit here and try and argue the AFC. The Cowboys the lost to the New York Jets. Shout out to the Dolphins. The, the Baltimore Ravens lost to the six feet under Cleveland that, goddamn Browns. That's my point. It, the AFC is competitive. It's a good conference. <laughs> oh it's just top to bottom. It's tough. Um, uh, I don't even know what we were talking. Oh, the Chargers. Yeah, That's in or out. Just about. answer the question. Out. In or Get out of here, AFC. All of you, out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Raiders. I've been saying the Raiders are going to be decent. They Carr's been like underrated. You said really. that. I said that from the beginning of the year. No, you quit on them too. You, you, you didn't even let me get my word out on them before you were making fun of me for that pick. Yeah, and then you quit on them. All right, uh, they beat the Lions. Thoughts? Raiders playoffs or no? Dude, I don't know. Sure. (laughs) Pittsburgh beats Indy. Uh, The hold was bad. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Are you a little scared of the Steelers? I I said this literally on Thursday. I said they're going to hang around. Yeah, but around. now you're a mile high like you're the best no, no, team in the league. Are yeah, you scared of the Steelers? No, because we're 6-2. and two, We have enough ground on them. And Week 17's at home against them. Like, we'll be fine. Um, but I, I totally think they could make a push for the playoffs. I've been saying their defense is really nervous. good. Sound a little nervous. Could not. I'm actually looking at the one seed. I don't know about you. I know you're focused <laughs> on the division, dude. I'm looking at anything I can get at this point. I'm looking at a competent. I'm looking at a. Competent, Seem like a teenage boy. <laughs> I'm looking at a competent medical staff right now that can actually tell the players when or when not to have surgery. God damn it, Deshaun Jackson. You know what? I, I'm all in on it. Antonio Brown. Let's do it, Philadelphia. Um, Let's wait. do it. So you know the uh, like the GIF in the text message on iPhone? What's that thing called? Like how you can make the GIF happen, you know? Yeah, you just click the GIF button. Yeah, what but I don't know if it has a specific button. Whatever. I sent a text this morning to my Ravens chat, and it's just me waving as a clown, and it's me convincing myself this morning that the one piece the Ravens need to take down a superpower in the playoffs is Antonio Brown because we need a playmaker who can take the top off defenses. And not to mention we have his cousin, and not to mention Lamar Jackson is so swaggy that I feel like he could get around, you know, AB's mental health and instabilities and and then I was like, can 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 we just not do this? No one wants AB. Your boy does, for sure. <laughs> At this point with Deshaun Jackson out, it's come just on ascend down. It. Dude, it's, he's just all the can, – can I go in on the Eagles a little bit? He's just all the, Eagle, the Eagles need. You need a guy who can take the top off the defense. That was supposed to be Deshaun Jackson this year. You saw the production that Zach Ertz is capable of on Sunday, nine receptions for 103 yards. If we can just send somebody deep – I mean, the Eagles don't throw the ball down the field. They play this smash mouth, establish the run, and we're, I mean, don't get me wrong. Miles Sanders has been great. Jordan Howard, a great pickup by us. 
He's actually now he's moved into the top three since he's came to the league in, in rushing. Um, behind Zeke and somebody else. I don't know. Uh, but anyway, we just need that guy can take off the top off the defense. I don't care how goddamn crazy you are, Antonio Brown. <laughs> Come on down. Come on down. <laughs> um, other games, obviously, Matt Moore and the Chiefs take down Kirky because you got to see M- Mitch Trubisky in person. How special was oh, that first my half? Jack, it's a thing of beauty. It, it Do you think thing. that like I'm I would be a better quarterback than him? I mean, I played flag football. Jack, it is marvelous. For about two hours during the game on Sunday, I would look at the scoreboard and just see a big fat negative twelve yards of offense, <laughs> and it was nothing that the Eagles defense was doing, and it was just a beautiful thing to watch. The guy hasn't thrown for three hundred yards all season. Completed ten passes. <laughs> 300 has he had 200 outside yeah, of the in, Redskins game but I mean it's it's actually beautiful you're it's, on the bye right we're going into a bye and then and then oh, funny, here's a funny thing about last night watching the Patriots Ravens game um so this game the game was out of reach by then I think it was towards the end of the fourth quarter and Al Michaels starts talking about how the Patriots are going into the bye and my immediate reaction was wait a second the Patriots are getting smacked. They're going into the bye. I am hammering them the week <laughs> after the bye. And then it was about 20 seconds of just like how excited I was to hammer them before I realized they're coming to Philadelphia after the bye. <laughs> Still feel that way? Um, Outside bye season? Dude, I listen, don't man, It's think... the bye week. Hey, it's the bye week. I'm going to take some time off, recoup, get my body right, and I'll come back next week with my official prediction. Okay. Do you, I know, like, okay, do you, I know, like, we're technically, I mean, we're podcasters, and every year in the media, the Pats go on the road, they get blown out by some team, and then everyone declares them finished, and Brady, and all that. You're still a big believer in them. In the Patriots? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, because they have Belichick, and they have Brady. They're the best game planner, and they okay. get best game manager. That being said, looking ahead to after the bye week, I think this week especially, I mean, let's look. The Patriots played have played two competent teams this year, right? The Bills and whether you – I think they're frauds, but we'll call them competent for now. They're yeah. the, they are, by pro football focus, the the worst uh, – before they won, the worst 5-2 football, football team of all time. Wrong. I could be wrong. I think pro football put out an article the other day. The subject line was literally – Browns rated or Bills rated number yeah. one cuties of all time. And I don't think they used our cuties term, but oh, maybe I read they it said the most overrated team of all time. Maybe I read so. it. Anyway, and the, the the Patriots often struggled against them. They obviously struggled against you guys. There's one very glaring issue on that team, and it's they can't defend Brady's blind side. They lost Isaiah Wynn. That whole left He's side. He's back though soon. Soon. Like week regardless. eleven. That whole offensive line, um, or left side of the line has been in shambles, and if if you get to Brady, you're gonna have a good chance to beat that football team. And the Eagles have a good defensive line, but I'm looking way too ahead. I'm gonna get my body right this bye week and come back ready to make a run, like Coach said in the huddle yesterday. Fair enough. All right, that was our uh, week. First play of the game. Is that a Dak fumble or a? Your first touchdown bet's looking good because the Giants are on the 12 yard line. Right now. I had Saquon to score first. We'll be lit. I wish I could oh, have yep, the game. Dak, Dak interception, first play of the game. 
Oh my god, I wish I could be watching. I was trying to get the pod done with ahead of time. I got you. Uh, we got first and goal. All right. Wait, first and goal? Yeah, they're on the 12. They picked it off on the 12-yard line. Oh, but they're on the 8. Because if they're on the 12, they went, you know. Um, you know what I mean, Jeff. All right. Stop being uh, while Saquon tries to score um, and make us money, I'm also going to make us a little money. So Untuck It, they're this shirt company that you can wear your button down untucked. Down to the 4, down to the 4. Who ran it, though? Saquon. Are they going to give it to him again? Probably. All right. Anyways, uh, shout out on Tucket. They sent me a shirt, which is really nice material, but it's super cool because it's like kind of cut so that you don't have to tuck your shirt in, and it looks cool. As other button-downs, they kind of just sit there below your waist. They look a little weird. Plus, on Tucket shirts always fall at the right, just right length, no matter the size, so it looks casual and sharp. Um, yeah, so... Thank you to Untuck It and uh, untuckit.com. Use code BLUE for 20% off at checkout. That's untuckit.com and promo code BLUE for 20% off. Uh, Saquon down to the two. Jack, I'll keep you updated because of your oh, first touchdown no. bet. But before we do that, we're going to have to hear from our, our new friends, right? These are new, these are new friends over at Manscaped. Um, support for Blue Wire comes from Manscaped, who's the number one in grooming uh, for men below the belt. Manscaped offers permission engine engineered tools for your family jewels that's why manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer their lawnmower 2.0 has precautionary skin safe technology so this trimmer won't nick or snag on everybody's best friends but call to action get 20 percent off and free shipping with oh incomplete with promo code blue wire oh. at manscaped.com that's 20 percent off with free shipping at manscaped.com and don't forget use promo code blue wire it's for it down yeah, we got a fourth. Looks like an incomplete. Are they, are they kicking or going for it? Uh, I mean, you have Charlie Sa- put in some fancy music. I mean, they ran it twice or three times in a row with him. No, they, they ran twice. it twice, twice and then row. they got to the two. You oh, have Saquon. Here we go. Oh, they're no. going. What are they doing? Oh my god, they're kicking like an eight-yard field goal. Oh my god. Sack up, Patrick. Well, Sack at up. least at least we stay alive, I guess, in theory, but. That hurts because we're down to the two with the best running back in football, besides Christian McCaffrey. All right, to oh, the are you, are you willing to are you willing to die on that cliff? What that McCaffrey's better than Saquon? I mean, this year he is. It's actually not even particularly close. No, I'm, I, but I'm saying, do you think he's a better overall football player? No. Okay. Uh, I, I don't know. Be dude. careful. Be careful. Say that's our boy. Um, all right, Abe wanted to do this, so I'm gonna let him do it. We're going to do no we one. are going to do this because we as podcasters need to report this stuff. We need to keep all of our listeners up to date with the latest in all things sports from <laughs> NBA to NFL and you know my opinions on the NFL, very dangerous sport. So let's move to the uh let's move to the hardwood. All right. On the hardwood, you have uh we're going to do our power rankings. We'll just do what? Our top 5? Yeah, top 5. Okay. Good. Before, I'll go first. Hold on, before we get there, just real quick. Anthony Davis was in Chicago today. He was at like some function for inner city Chicago kids. They asked him a question, um, you know, could you see yourself playing here or whatever? And he was kind of like, I'm, it's a buyer or sell type of thing. Like, is he just saying this? Is he blabbing or does he kind of like lean towards something? He mentioned he's a free agent. He could, it's a possibility. They're on a five game winning streak. It just seemed weird to me that he would even like, like tempt the media, like, you know what you're like, doing. Why, Whether, do, why do you why do you want to give this to them? Right. What what is what are you trying to accomplish? Yeah. But 
I mean, it's weird. He is from Chicago. We know that. We know he's a free agent. But in my opinion, I mean, it's November 3rd or 4th, so we can pump the brakes on this a little bit. But this is what we do. We overreact. Um, I mean, he's a free agent this summer. But you got to think if things are going as they are throughout the season and the Lakers are able to make a – we'll call it at least the Western Conference Finals. Um, I know I have them in my finals. But if they can at least go to the Western Conference Finals – you're playing with LeBron. Once LeBron retires, that's going to be – he's going to have the biggest market in basketball, um, the most storied franchise in the NBA in the palm of his hands once LeBron retires. Like, I mean, unless playing at home is this huge thing for him. But, I mean, I guess we'll save this for June. I mean, it's just weird. I, I agree. It's weird it that was he just would bring weird. this up. It's very it was... weird that he would dangle it. But while we're on the subject of the NBA, I'm glad you brought it up. Abe Granoff's official top five power rankings. I think, what are we, a week and a half, two weeks into the season? Yep. Starting from number five, a big shock um, this season, I think we can all agree. The Miami Heat, they have been doing playing some very Miami Heat-esque basketball, very good defensively, getting contributions all over the place. I mean, they picked up Kendrick Nunn off the street from a G League team last year at the end of the year. And I think he might be the rookie of the year right now. Tyler Hero, they brought him in. You know what they can do. Jimmy Butler's doing what Jimmy Butler has always done. I mean, the Heat are playing very good basketball, and they're obviously one of the best coach in the NBA. So I have them at five. Um, Number four, I I said this last week. I didn't think they were that good. I think the secret's out on how to beat them. But, I mean, since they're playing some some better basketball, I'm going with the Bucs. Giannis, player of the week last week with AJ in the Eastern Conference got the Bucks at four. Um, I got both LA teams coming up next. I got the Clippers at three. Once they get Paul George, I think in a week, right? He's coming back. Something like that. Yeah, I don't know. Something like that. I got the Clippers at three. Uh, I got the Lakers at two. Just five in a row since that opening night loss. Uh, I think they're the highest, highest defensive rated team in the NBA right now, which is a little shocking. You're getting contributions all over the place from, from uh, Dwight Howard to Avery Bradley. Um, I think they're shocking, especially you. But, I mean, it shouldn't be that shocking considering that they have LeBron James. Why are they shocking me? I don't know. You're calling. You're in my text messages calling LeBron James washed. But he is <laughs> He is leading the league in assists in his 17th season at age 35, averaging 25, 11 assists. And is rebounds. he only 35? I thought he's 37. No, he's 35. You're right. 17. Jeez, Jack. 37. Why? That would be – he came in the league at 18. To 17th yeah. year. And number one, I'm glad you asked, the Philadelphia 76ers. Um, I mean, they had a great win the other night in Portland without our best player against a team that was four games away from making the NBA Finals last year. Um, however you want to frame that, the Portland Trailblazers were in the Western Conference Finals. And an unfamiliar face, Furkan Korkmaz, I'm not the biggest fan of him, hits that shot. Um, I think there's no denying. We're the only undefeated team in basketball. And... You went on for about 20 minutes about the Ravens, and I'm going to leave it about one minute for the Sixers <laughs> for the listeners. But there we go. Heat at five, Bucks at four, Clippers, Lakers, and then the best team in football, I mean basketball, the Sixers at one, going against the Phoenix Suns in 30 minutes. Okay. Uh, shout out the Suns also because yeah, they're 4-2. and two, And they're, it's not like they're beating random teams. They're, like, kind of decent. No, they're very All decent. Right. Uh, without, my eight, power... without eight and also. Yeah. Exactly. My power rankings at number 30 are the New York Knicks coming in at 1 and 6. 29 are the Golden State Warriors. (laughs) Um, All right. Number five, 
Oof. I want to, like, kind of do something fun, like maybe say the Mavs or I the Spurs. The or, but, like, my whole thing on the Mavs was, like, yes, Luka is unreal and Porzingis is great, but they just don't have that third piece, which is where they get hurt. And they should have beaten the Lakers. Like, that illegal screen by Dwight was crazy. Yeah, I don't know. It cost me money. Could they have reviewed that? Mm. Like, you know or what I maybe he was can... out of his challenge or something? Yeah, I mean, he had to have been out. I mean, it makes no sense to me why a coach would ever challenge in the first half with this new rule. Also, I think this rule is just dumb in general. Yeah. All right, number five. I'm going to go interesting pick here and say the Celtics. I think the Celtics are, you know, they've won four in a row. Um, their only loss is to the Sixers on the road on opening night. They're looking good. They are looking good. Uh, Kemba's looking good. Tatum hit the shot over the Knicks to win. I'm going to go Celtics at five. I'll go Bucks at four. Um, yeah, I think they're the second best team in the East, and they're playing well. Giannis is good. Like, all these teams in the West are not performing. Uh, no. the Nuggets, Jazz, Rockets, they're all kind of struggling out of the gate. Number three is going to be the Lakers. Five-game win streak have looked impressive. Um, LeBron looks good. AD looks good. I'm still not keen on their on all their pieces, but they're playing well together. So, and Danny Green all of a sudden is like a third superstar. I don't know where that's coming from. I mean, it just uh, I mean, when you have the attention to take the attention away from AD and LeBron, like you're just yeah. going to be have Danny Green wide open in the corner yeah. every time. Um, and then number 2 is going to be the Sixers. What? And, what? Number 2? Yeah. Go on. And then number 1's the No, Clippers. no, 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 no. Why number 2? Why? Why, why are the to? Why are the Clippers ahead? Why are the Clippers ahead? Because well, they have dominate, two losses, huh? Yeah, yeah, they. But that's just the NBA schedule. It, uh, there's scheduling losses. There's different competition. You can't really look at it based off a five game sample size. The Clippers I beat sure the Lakers. Yeah. The Clipper. <laughs> the Clippers beat the Lakers. Who's your what number two team? Right. Yeah. Without Paul George, and they're just built incredibly. They have two absolute superstars. Kawhi. Whether or not he's number one, he, maybe he's number two in the world right now. Uh, they have the coaching. They're just the best team in basketball. Please. Just because they lost a couple of games doesn't mean they're not. And the Sixers are awesome. But who have you guys really beaten? Boston, a uh, team that went to the Western Conference Finals last year. <laughs> uh, who else have we beaten? We've beaten a few teams. We've beaten five teams, yeah. Yeah, every, every win. No, you guys are really good, just to me. You're oh, the, Minnesota, Atlanta, and Detroit were the other three wins. Yeah, those those aren't bad bad wins by any stretch. They're Thanks, good, Jack. They're good wins. Thanks, um, Jack. And did you actually think I was going to say you guys were Yeah, one? no, I was going to say. I, was, okay. I don't know why I got my hopes up. Yeah. Uh, I already gave you the claim that you're the best team in the East and continue to tell you you're going to the finals. I feel like that would have been enough. Yeah, it's definitely the most I've gotten out of you in like all of our years of friendship. So I guess I'll take what I can get. Okay, fair enough. All right, Snapback fam, uh, thank sorry, you. Jack. Randall Touch. Cobb, first touchdown. Oh, flag. Oh. Looks like a flag. I don't know what it's going to be, but your first touchdown bet might be burnt. Oh, it was so close. Um, all right, fam, thank you guys for listening to me rant about the baby goat. And so we will be back on Thursday for our regular scheduled programming, Mondays and Thursdays. Um, we'll talk soon. Any last words, Dave? Screw the Absolutely screwed. Peace.